No Stupid Questions. The feature where Tracy asks the questions so you don't have to. Just picture this scene. You're sitting around a table with your friends back home, wherever that may be, and you tell them about how life has been since you've moved to Luxembourg. At some point, you proudly announce that you have begun taking Luxembourgish classes. A silence ensues for a second or two, and then, with a confused look on their face, one of your friends asks, Um, is that an actual language? Ah, well, is it? Or is Luxembourgish a German dialect, as some might suggest it? That's what we're going to try and find out with the help of Daniel Wagner, a linguist at the Center for the Luxembourgish Language, in this episode of No Stupid Question. Luxembourgish as a language is relatively young. To give an idea of how young, the first book written in Luxembourgish, named Eschrak op de Lutzeboya Parnassus, was published in 1829 by Antoine Meyer. Daniel Wagner, our guest in this episode, works as a linguist for the Zentrum für Lutzeboya Spruch, also known as the Center for the Luxembourgish Language, or, in short, the ZLS. But what does the ZLS do? Here at the center, it, it really is a very uh, varied role. A large part of what we do is um, writing dictionary articles for the Elizabeth Online Dictionnaire, um, but we also are in charge of developing linguistic resources and um, technological tools to help, um, on the one hand, people looking to learn the language to acquire new knowledge, On the other hand, we're also tasked with documenting the language, whether that's the Luxembourgish that was spoken maybe uh, decades ago, whether it's Luxembourgish that is spoken in the country nowadays, because as you can imagine, there tend to be quite a few differences. Cutting to the chase, is Luxembourgish a language in its own right? Wagner explains. Uh, so nowadays it is an official language, so there's no question about that. It is an official language nowadays. However, it's important to consider that that wasn't always the case. So there was a language law that was passed in 1984, which officially recognized Luxembourgish as a language in its own right. However, before then, it was indeed considered a German dialect. Historically speaking, Luxembourgish is really a West Germanic language, and more specifically, a uh, so-called Moselle-Franconian dialect, which is basically a type of dialect that was well spoken along the Moselle River region of Germany and Luxembourg, as well as certain parts uh, of France. So when did Luxembourgish gain the title of language rather than being considered a version of German? This, Wagner says, was brought on by the German occupation of Luxembourg during the Second World War. The Grand Duchy took a stand against its occupier and, for one, did so through its communication. During this time, there was an increasing sense that the Luxembourgish language was an inherent part of Luxembourg's national identity. And after World War II, the political and economic leaders really sought to distance themselves to a certain degree from the German language. And there were organizations that pushed for, um, for Luxembourgish to be recognized on an official level and also for Luxembourgish to be used in everyday life because you have to consider that at the time French was really, like I said, the, the language of administration. Um, German was used in the media, for example, but there really wasn't a lot of official publications that were using Luxembourgish. It was a spoken language 
up until the late 19th century and even the beginning of the 20th century. Um, and it wasn't until there was really a push by uh, organizations such, such as the Action Nitsubayesh, for example, um, that really made efforts to have the language recognized as such. And that was, the, that was one of the reasons why in 1984 uh, a new language law was passed. And since then, Luxembourg has officially been a trilingual country. Yes, French and German are officially recognized languages, but Luxembourgish is also what we now call our national language. So it is a language in its own right. One of the three languages of the country, Luxembourgish is therefore technically much younger than its linguistic roommates. Its origin as an oral language also means that, for a long time, the way it was structured and spoken varied from region to region, a tricky obstacle for those wanting to learn it. Some efforts have been made by private institutions in the past, but it is only fairly recently that Luxembourgish got more official rules. And it wasn't until recently, until the foundation of uh, the Tantafisitzbergspruch, really, that um, official spelling rules were developed that are now seen as the, the general rule. There were certain efforts before then, but um, they didn't really have the opportunity to, they, they weren't really accepted by the population either because they were seen as too restrictive, too difficult, or people had the sense that the rules didn't reflect their use of the language. An added difficulty or useful quirk of Luxembourgish, depending on how you see it, is that the vocabulary changes between different areas. As the Zetteles' exhibition on Luxembourgish demonstrates, certain people tend to rely more on German words that they change into Luxembourgish, while others rely more on French, or more recently, English. If you take the example of the word to confirm, some may say bestätigen, adopting the German word bestätigen, while others will use the word confirmeren, coming from the French confirmer. But why is that? Wagner here says. So there's different factors that play here. Uh, the very, the, the logical and practical one, I think, is proximity to those other countries play a role. And just the fact that Luxembourg is such a small country means that, and it has so many um, foreigners living and working in the country, it just means that there's, we really have a very multilingual situation in Luxembourg. So French, German, and to an increasing degree, I would say English, are all very present in everyday life. And that has an effect on the use of Luxembourgish language. So for example, if you grow up in an area that is bordering Germany, for example, you may have a lot of uh, German border workers, cross-border workers, sorry, um, that, you, that you or people from your area come into contact with. And over periods of time, that can have an effect on the language spoken in a certain region of the country. On the other hand, you also have uh, sociolects, which is to say language used by a certain group of people. So just the fact that you as a Luxembourgish native speaker might interact with German speakers or with French speakers or with English speakers, that can have an effect on your personal individual use of the language. So that is a practical factor. There is also the historical factor that really the neighboring countries played an important part 
in the world of trade. So different regions of the country may have done trade with different with different neighboring countries. And so that might have meant that they were more used to speaking German, historically speaking, or they were more used to speaking French. And that would have inevitably um, had an effect on the language they spoke as well. However, the situation is changing. As people move around the country more, so do dialects, also known as regional varieties. As mobility has increased over the past uh, couple of decades, we're also seeing that dialects that arguably still exist within the country, especially within older generations, but we're seeing that these regional dialects are to a certain extent being, I don't want to say replaced by, but there is a sort of um, region independent dialect that you could say is a sort of standard dialect that is developing alongside those regional dialects. Textbook Luxembourgish is generally understood to be the regional variety spoken in the capital. To a, to a certain extent, this is indeed what has happened. There are many um, experts that argue that this region-independent um, way of speaking Luxembourg that I just mentioned uh, developed from the Luxembourg that was spoken in and around the capital city. But there was never any there was never any uh, legal push that said, okay, now this is the way people should speak. This was more of a, a natural. Uh, organic development, if you will. So Luxembourgish is its own language, at least nowadays, with its own quirks, regional varieties, expressions and pronunciations. But how will Luxembourgish continue to change after this? And is working on a young language not as bound by tradition as, say, French or German, a heavy task for the linguists at the ZLS? According to Wagner... I would say it is a lot of work, yes. There are, of course, a lot of, uh, let's say there are a lot of things that are not as documented as they might be in other languages. Um, We have less resources than, let's say, German or French, which are, uh, in terms of linguistics, are languages with more of a tradition and more historical data to look back on that you can draw from. Whereas Luxembourgish, as you said, is in itself it's a, a young language, and the field of Luxembourgish linguistics is even younger. So, as you can imagine, there is um, that makes it that makes it relatively challenging. However, we also have to say that even though it's a young language, and even if from an academic point of view, um, we may be somewhat. I don't want to say we're, we're limited in what we have, but maybe we're not as established as um, as other disciplines are. There have been a lot of um, people throughout history that um, made it that made an effort to document the language use during their time, and we do have a lot of literary texts that date back decades or even centuries. So all those works, we still have them, and we can draw from them, we can analyze them. On the other hand, we also live in a very multilingual country where the language use and Luxembourgish is always evolving. Mm-hmm. So it's really, um, it's really a matter of, um, yeah, just being on the lookout for what is the language that is spoken in everyday life, what does it actually look like? Mm-hmm. 
If you have any questions you would like to ask, simply email listeners at ara.lu. <laughs> <laughs>